Looking for the latest on the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies? Yeah, we've got you covered. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the Sports Zone. Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, let's give away some tickets. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. The Doobie Brothers? No, Santana. Yeah, Doobie Brothers is last week. Uh, right now, call number 12, 801-575-ZONE. That's 801-575-ZONE. And you will get tickets. It's that simple to go see Santana uh, coming up August 21st, 801575 Zone at the Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater. All right. Game of the year in college basketball here in the state of Utah. BYU goes into Allen Fieldhouse. No big deal. The ghost of Naismith. Nah. Step aside for a moment. BYU is coming away with a victory. And to help break it down, Mark Durant, kind enough to join us. Mark, you were there, you were courtside, you saw all the action. Just how cool was that moment for BYU? Well, man, I I mean, that's the bucket list of all bucket lists right there, and I don't have to tell you guys how cool it was just to go and uh, be in that building and the, the home of basketball, the birthplace of basketball, really, in a lot of respects, and James Naismith Court and Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, it was just really, really cool. As someone that basketball has been such a big part of my life, to be in that building was was uh, you know it was uh, something else. It was it was ethereal. It was heavenly, and so there was that part of it. And then for BYU to play like they did and uh, make big plays at the end of that game, get make some big defensive plays, you know, go down the list, Dallin Hall, Trevin Nell, Jackson Robinson, Richie Saunders, Vicini Traore. I mean, everybody, Waterman, everybody contributed, made big plays in, in just the most high-pressure, intense, movie-like environment I've ever experienced and to perform at a high level and get a win in that place that we've just been talking about. I mean, it was really cool. Aside from me being a BYU fan, it was just a cool basketball experience, and uh, I loved it. I just loved it. Well, that's kind of why we had to have you come on is, like, confirm the fact that BYU did, in fact, win. Because, <laughs> you know, you're, you're watching it play out, and you're like, so this is happening, huh? So Hall is going to step back and knock down a three to extend the lead. Talk about just that play alone where I believe BYU was up to at the, that point and, and a hall steps back and knocks down a three and you just sit there and shake your head. Well, a few minutes before that, I could tell Dallin was, was kind of, he had that look in his eye and he had it in, in, late in the game at San Diego state where it was just a sense that he was not going to let BYU lose the game. And he, he had a really tough, hard drive to the bucket for, to the basket for two hit another three. And then when he w- – and all game on Dickinson, uh, I mean, he is he, – he makes hands look like a toddler. I mean, he's a massive human. <laughs> and 
he he's just such a dominant physical presence, but it was difficult for him to guard the three point line at times. And once he got switched uh, onto uh, Dallin Hall, I could see Dallin measuring him, knowing he was going to shoot, just trying to to find the right the spacing to get it over him. And uh, he he let it fly, and it was it was pure, man. That, that, that's such a a gutsy shot, and uh, and it wasn't just Allen. Everybody made plays like that, and it was it was an iconic shot uh, and something I'll remember forever. But that whole team effort was was really something. What's it like as a player when you have those shots or have those moments where you're like, I'm gonna remember that the rest of my life. You know, you know, you know. Hands has it in football. You know, but for us, Joe Schmuckatelli's like myself that never got to experience playing athletics at that high of level. What's that moment like when you're like, you know what? I just did something really, really cool. Well, I don't, I don't have a lot of those, uh, but I was on teams where guys made those types of plays, and I go back to Robbie Reed hitting the big shot at Utah. Sorry to bring that up for the Utah fans, but. That was just an amazing moment at the Huntsman Center. He hit a shot like Dallin Halls, and we won that game. And and the celebration and just the, the feeling of <laughs> elation and love for your teammates and just because because listen, as you guys know, there's a lot of heartbreak in sports, and there's probably a lot more heartbreak than uh, those kind of games and those kind of feelings. So I I was just really trying to enjoy it when good things happen and uh, just bask in it because. Uh, that doesn't stay around for very long most of the time. And uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a special memory that those guys will have forever. I mean, those guys went into Allen Fieldhouse in Kansas uh, and with all the six championship banners and all the players on the banners and in the most difficult environment to play maybe in the country, and they got it done. And that's something you can always look back on and say that, that was a, a really special moment. I can't imagine what it feels like to be like a Dallin Hall that actually made the shot, man. That's beyond my pay grade as a player. Uh, but that, that's really cool. And, you know, these kids, uh, they got a lot, a lot of perks and a lot of, you know, positive things, but they also take a lot of criticism and, you know, their parents hear a lot of the criticism and it, it's a tough thing to be a player in today's social media world. And, so I just love when good things happen for him, uh, that it can be a special thing. And Allen deserves it. He's been playing great. Yeah, his play as a point guard, as a sophomore, coming into the Big 12, playing against the competition he has and his low, turno- low turnovers and hitting big shots. I mean, running that team has been remarkable. So congrats to Dallin. That's a special shot, but the whole team is celebrates that, that shot. And it's, it, they all made it. I mean, it wasn't just down. They all made it and uh, it'd be a great memory. Mark, did you get to hear uh, Bill Self's post game? Did you get to listen to any of that? Didn't listen to it, but I heard a couple of things he said. He asked some oh, reporting man. on it. Well, the comment we went through, I did three cut segment with it because I thought it was fascinating. His specific take on BYU and the one that really struck out to, or stuck out to me was he called him Tror, but he said, "Man, that big forward <laughs> Tror, he just he only <laughs> scored six points, but he wrecked us." Kind of expand on that a little bit. What was Torore doing that just? changed and affected so many things in that game 
Olfosini Tror. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. And let me talk about a couple of things too. He had five assists in the game and two of them were late and he got the ball down low where he could have tried to force up a shot because he's, he's really good on, in, on the block. And, but you got Dickinson there, you got Adams there and that's tough. And rather than force it, he kicks it to an open shooter in the corner and they hit two big threes because of his passing. Uh, and so that was incredible unselfishness and incredible awareness for a big man. Um, talk about Ali Khalifa's passing a lot, which we should, but the Pusini is a very good passer and, and made big plays there. And then on the other end, you know, he's pretty undersized. I mean, talking about looking like a toddler, uh, he, he, he looked half the size of uh, Dickinson, but I tell you, he is incredibly strong and his size is, his shorter height almost works to his advantage because he get, has real low center of gravity, real strong legs. So as long as Dickinson doesn't beat him to the block, he can't move Foose. I mean, he, he Foose will be able to keep him away. And, and that was hard for Dickinson. He got, he got his clearly, uh, but a lot of the times he was forced to hit shoot a little bit longer shot than he was comfortable with. So he missed a few of those. And, and overall, I think BYU got in his head a little bit. Trevin Nell got mixed up with him a little bit and, and he ended up missing a ton of free throws. I mean, it was brutal watching him, but, but I thought BYU did a great job and it started, I think with how physical Poose and I think Ali Khalifa, Ali, Ali's a big body. He's hard to move as well. And it, so it was not easy for, for Hunter Dickinson. All right. So, Everybody, I, I, I don't think you can go to the grocery store, Mark. I don't think you can fill up a tank of gas with somebody coming up to you and asking you, how does a team that went 7-9 and nine in the West Coast Conference last year now already have 20 wins in Big 12 play, the hardest conference in all of college basketball, including a win in Kansas against the Jayhawks a year later? How is that even possible? Well, <laughs> I don't know that I know the answer, but I know that just living another year, like your radio show is way better this year than it was last year. I mean, you guys, you guys were pretty average last year. But, <laughs> we were seven and nine in West coast play last year in radio yeah, terms. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's generous, uh, but, <laughs> but you've, you've, and you've been together and you've worked together and, and, and time makes you better, especially at that age, a year can make all the difference in the world. Also, being together, uh, I mean, most of this team was that team last year, and they've been playing for several years now uh, together, and that's really unusual in college basketball. Now you get teams like Utah State that are playing incredible basketball, just bringing in kind of a new team. But uh, I think if, if you can have a team where you don't lose a lot of guys, you bring in a couple of key pieces like Ali Khalifa, then you can really make a lot of improvements just knowing each other and knowing the system and knowing where the other guy's going to be all the time. So I think that's big. And then, you know, guys like Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders coming off a mission, hadn't played for a couple of years as freshmen, they're going to make exponential improvements. And Noah Waterman, now, what a dude, Nolan Waterman. He, uh, I, I feel bad about how I felt about him last year. He did fine. And he made some. He made a lot of shots, but he has become such a force defensively and rebounding. He's completely new player, completely. And I credit him uh, recognizing where he needed to improve and, and getting better. And 
So, I mean, a lot of things. Ali, obviously, Ali Khalifa, he, he makes uh, everything work a little bit better in the spacing. And he's and, and people cut harder because they know that they're going to get rewarded from him. And, and he's he's he creates a lot of offense just by himself. That is to say, all that's just kind of factored into it, I think. I don't know that there's one answer, um, but they've kind of found a little bit of something and some confidence and uh, a real team unity. And that goes a long way in college basketball nowadays. So yesterday I was getting ready for this game and <clears throat> Greg was joining us. And, and before Greg could come on, I was just doing some research that morning on on shooters and, and maybe who's got the influence on the team. And I was looking at Jackson Robinson's numbers coming into that game. And Mark, I'd found that he was seven of 41 um, from three in the losses over the last 11 games, seven of 41 in the losses. That's 17%. He was 18 of 38 from three in the wins, hitting 47%. A very heavy influence. But the crazy thing was, the thing that I, I just was looking at thinking, oh, man, this is this is not looking good. He was three of 21 from three in his last three road games. And this was a difficult road uh, game and a difficult place to play. But Jackson Robinson shakes off all of that and comes out and has – a fantastic performance last night, scoring 18 points, going four of nine from three, six of 15 from the field. And I don't know if he's nailed down the sixth man. It, it sure feels like he should, but should his role change? Will his role change when you get into tournament play? Do minutes go up? Does he potentially force into the starting five or, or do you just keep rotating him like you've done? Yeah, I mean, all you all you said was accurate. Uh, he, he has struggled at times, and when he does, BYU tends to lose because he's that important of a player. Um, but it's remarkable these young kids. He and you know Trevin Nell or whoever they they have zero memory of the last shot they took. Like Trevin last night missed a, a three as bad as I've ever seen a three missed, and then the next time down the floor they hit him again, and he nails a huge three. So they're, they're, the memory of great shooters, they, they have no memory. All they remember is they're great, and they don't remember the, the last shot that they missed. And so Jackson's that kind of guy, completely unflappable, as cool uh, as they come, almost relishes in the big situations, the big shots, and he, he really delivers when it counts. I, I would like him to be – you know, a little bit more consistent, um, but that's you know, <laughs> that, that's a little small pet peeve. Uh, but when he's when he's on, uh, BYU usually wins, and he he does a lot of other things well. I like he's being a little more aggressive this year. But but uh, as far as if you need a guy to hit a shot down the stretch, man, choose Jackson Robinson. He's he's a just a dead deadly uh, guy late in the game, and um, so. You know, it's a tough, a little bit of a tough road for BYU. They rely so much on the three. So if you don't make threes like at Kansas State, it's going to be a a real struggle. But but when they're good and when they can shoot, I'd say, above 35% and shoot 30-plus threes and Jackson leading the way, uh, you can beat anybody. And they showed that last night. Well, I think uh, I don't think it was in doubt going into the game, but BYU certainly a tournament lock after that game last night and winning a game at Kansas. Uh, so, what are your expectations this year? Uh, obviously, you know you want to make a run in the tournament, but it feels like hey, everything now is just the cherry on top of what's already been a fantastic season. Yeah, you know, listen, we in Utah have a 
inferiority complex about the tournament and stuff. And, and so I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure that, you know, people talk about him being a lock. I wasn't sure that I think they are now with that win. So now it's about, let's not just get to the tournament. Let's yeah. put ourselves in a position where we can have some success. Cause that's really kind of been the burden on BYU. You know, you're always at eight to 12 and, you know, hardly ever get past the first round, but if you can somehow get a four or five and that's now, that's now a reasonable idea after beating Kansas. If you can win a couple home games, maybe win one game in the conference tournament. And then you really put yourself in a nice spot. Maybe you're in Salt Lake. I mean, can you imagine being oh, yeah. five seed in Salt Lake? Distinct that, that, possibility that, now. Yeah. That, that could put you in a great spot to win, actually do something in the tournament. And, and that's fun. And so as great as that win was last night, it was an all-timer. I hope that was not the high point for this team. And I hope they can continue to win games and put themselves in a great spot in the NCAA tournament to actually win some games. And I think they're capable of it. They've got, you know, they got their weaknesses. And, and maybe they'll have a, a tough game. But one of the things I like about playing in the Big 12, getting to the NCAA tournament there's not a team in the country, whoever they face, that they'll be surprised by, surprised by the athleticism or not uh, kind of not be ready for it. Because in, uh, in past years, I think BYU play, has played well, but they get to the tournament and they play at Texas A&M or Cincinnati or whatever, and they, they just weren't used to it. But they're certainly get, getting used to playing against these type of great teams and physical athletic teams and so that won't be a surprise to them, and I hope they get a good seed and, and we're able to do something with it. I'm uh, I'm thinking a, a BYU Utah State second round matchup here in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, that would be amazing. I'm not saying it wouldn't be amazing, but. Uh, Let's, listen. Let's. How about we meet? How about we meet, meet in the final four or something? There you go. Uh, I prefer that a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to see. I don't want to see any Utah teams. I don't want to see Gonzaga or St. Mary's. I, I want. I'm just. It's been too long. I just want something, something different. The last bracketology I saw was Gonzaga on a plan. On I did too. Yeah. And BYU was the yeah. seven. No, thank you. Yeah, hard, as much hard. as I think BYU could beat them, I, I, I just I'm I'm done with that. I don't want I don't want to see that. Although it would be kind of fun to uh, bounce Gonzaga from the NCAA tournament oh, after all those yeah. years in the West oh, Coast. Yeah. Be oh, such well, a good they, they did it the year before. Yeah, that's they right. Got in and then they could, the year that the year that he leave would be a nice uh, symmetry there. Yep. Well, Mark, you're the best, man. Always good catching up with you. Not only a heck of a commentator, but a good friend and a good dude. And uh, can't thank you enough for always being willing to uh, jump on and talking about some great moments there for BYU basketball. Uh, it, it was fun. Thanks for having me on. And I, I can't think of two guys I like better than you two. You're, you're great friends. And uh, I know you're happy for me because I'm happy and I would be happy for you. I mean, I, I love what Utah State's doing and the good times you're having and hands doing the football. I mean, I just, it's just really fun to be a part of it. Well, I'm going to come down and see you Saturday. Um, I'm headed down to the game for TCU and, and I'll come down and give you a big bear hug. You and Rubes. <laughs> do it, brother. Do it. Bring a chocolate pinata with you, my friend. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll break one at the court side. <laughs> there he is, Mark Durant. Uh, color analyst for BYU basketball and uh, part of history last night with that call. I uh, I wish I wish I was in a spot where I could listen to the end of that call because that would have been fun to hear him and Greg enjoying that one and letting that one savor a bit. He's the ultimate professional, man. Yep. 
been by Greg's side for 20-plus years, 23, 24 years. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. We'll spin the wheel. A little sports for that coming up next. But uh, Jake and Nate hanging out with us here in studio. And, Nate, there's not a weird window out there that you guys haven't seen. There's not a situation you guys haven't dealt with. You've been in this business for a long time. It's been part of your fan family. It's in your DNA. So there's nothing you show up to and be like, wow, we haven't seen that before. Like, you guys are prepared for anything. For the most part, right? I mean, we've we've worked on homes from 1902, right, and 1940s. I mean, you name it, yes, different eras and whatnot, but at the end of the day, the guys are able to just figure it out. With their knowledge, you know, the manpower that we have and the experience with Brad, who's our install manager, been doing this for 30 years. Uh, David Ray has been doing this for almost 40 uh, you got guys that just have our wealth of knowledge and have seen it maybe once every 15 years. But yeah. they're like, you know what? I think we know how, with this certain application, this is what we need to do here. Let's remove the outside stops. Let's make sure we set it in this way. Put wraps on the outside, all these things, right? And so it's fun for me. I get to, to go out with the guys, pick their brains, get to speak with customers, and just explain the installation process and what it's going to be like. And just, again, at the end of the day, beautify their home and, and make it a place they can walk up to and be proud of. Do you guys ever get a call from the like installers or from Jeremy, you know, one mm-hmm. of the guys coming up and say, you got to come look at this? You gotta come take a look at these windows. You gotta come take a look at what they've got in here. I'd say so. Every Monday morning, we have a meeting with our team, kind of reviewing the week, and then like from the past week, and then going forward to like the game plan. And uh, that's the opportunity to kind of like go through and like, hey, this is like if there's anything troubling, and then highlights. And Nate does this like he's got his little slide deck that he prepares, but the before and after photos. Uh-huh. It's night and day. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like it is. It's amazing how a house can be transformed. The, the, just the look. Just You're talking the about look. the look. You talk. You you want to update your home? Start with windows. Yeah. Like and that's like coming from like windows have not always been in my DNA. Like I'm I'm relatively compared to most of our employees. I am the new kid on the block. Mm. But like you want to transform your home? You want to update your home? Call us because windows will make your home pop with a beautiful white window or a tan, dark tan, whatever it is you're looking for. You want to have a black window with kind of like a contrasting color. We can take care of you, and your home will be transformed. But, but there is, like Nate's saying, that there's nothing that we've never run into. Like yeah. We just ran into something new. We uh, A burnt orange window was what we just sold no, down. A burnt Utah. orange. A burnt orange. So the custom color that we've never seen before. So Texas orange. Longhorn, yeah, down in southern Utah. So it's we can we can customize your home and uh, the windows. I, I did have somebody actually send a tweet at me ask it if you guys can do distorted glass. What is distorted? Uh, yeah, is distorted any, glass like a um, like a rain like a rain glass. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You, we have you, all you that. Do all that. Yes, yeah. And the glass that we use is the best in the industry. Uh, we get it from Cardinal IG. And they are, it's it's a premium product. Mm-hmm. Just like the sealant that Nate's talking about, we have a premium product that we put in our windows with from the vinyl to the glass to the sealant. It's a premium product, and we're giving it to you at a better price because we cut out the middleman. Uh, I'd imagine that this person is just wondering about security a little bit because there are windows yeah. at the front of your house or in a bathroom or a kid's room where you don't want people to be able to see yeah. in. Yeah, so like some obscured glass, and we have different options of the obscured glass from just mm-hmm. like kind of like the, the fog glass to the raindrop to if you want the little bevels that like 1970s. That's, uh, yeah, the old bevels. Yeah, the old bevels. <laughs> we, can, we can do any of that for you. And it's uh, like I said, you're gonna get a better product for a better price because we manufacture the windows and we cut out the middleman, and you have a lifetime warranty. It's just all the the whole 
product, the experience is going to be top of the line, and we just ask people call. We want to take care of you. It's really simple. Call Jeremy, 801-850-9100. dollars off. $3,000 off. $3,000 off when you swap out 10 windows or more, but that ends today. You call tomorrow, it's still a great deal at $2,500 off, but today you're going to get $3,000 off. Uh, if you're, look, you're a situation, look, Christmas was a couple months ago. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm not as liquid as I'd like to be. Don't worry about it. You're going to have two years, no payments, no interest if you want to go that route. Yep. Uh, you can customize the financing any way you want. There's so many great opportunities. It all starts with that phone call, 801-850-9100. It's Advanced Windows right here on The Zone. This is this is DJ and PK. RSL head coach Pablo Mastroni. For you, as you have messages to deliver to the team, is it more effective to use profanity to the team in English or Spanish? The Spanish guys say I use a lot of profanity. Spanish was my first language. We moved to the States when I was four. I grew up in a family of butchers, and we owned a butcher shop in Argentina, and it was all the guys working in the butcher shop. So I learned all the bad words, and I would always say it. The guys would laugh, and all the women in the family would always be like, this ridiculous. It's so funny because I rarely use profanity in English, and, and the only time I ever use it is to really make a point of right. uh, emphasis. But in Spanish, apparently, I use it all the time without oh, even knowing because oh. that's the way I was raised. <laughs> <laughs> I believe and love it. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. The wheel is loaded, and it's time to talk some sports. This is Sports Roulette with Hanson Scotty on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Let's get going, folks. Let's do it. Time to spin the old wheel. Sports roulette. We take some of the big storylines we've not had a chance to get to or spend enough time on. We put it on roulette wheel. We spin it wherever that little ball lands is what we end up talking about. Let's get to it. Lloyd fired up. Does Scotty get paid more for OT? So when it hits OT, do you like look up at the athletic director and give her like a, a hey, thumbs up or pointing to the watch, Sam? In OT, baby, do you, do you yell at Danny Sprinkle? Hey, this is going to cost you. None of this flat rate stuff, man. O- OT putting a little bit of uh, putting a little bit of push on the evening, but Scotty, I was interested to hear your call. 
on the banked in three. So just for the record, uh, usually I keep a considerable amount of water next to me throughout the course of a game. I, uh, I forgot my water bottles and Fresno did not have water available. And so I was already pretty parched at this point. This was not a great time for the voice to leave me. Uh, set up this moment, though. But, all right, so uh, Fresno led by two uh, late with about, I want to say, 30 seconds left. Uh, Mason Falslev got fouled, went one of two from the free throw line. So Fresno's got the ball in a one-point lead. Um, Utah State is forced to foul. So that sends Fresno to the line for two free throws. Guy makes both with, I think at that point, it's eight seconds left. So he makes both free throws, eight seconds left to go in the game. And so Utah State is down by three, and that's where we pick it up. Here comes the second free throw. Xavier Ducell, elite free throw shooter. Shot up, shot good. Three-point game. Aggies need to get this thing off quickly because Fresno State's going to foul. Here comes Darius Brown. Pump fakes the three. The shot is up. Good. He makes it in with 1.3 left. Here comes the inbound. And it's tapped away. And Utah State just sent this to overtime. What a three by Darius Brown to send this to overtime. Oh, my goodness. The miracle season for Utah State remains alive. <laughs> That's good, buddy. Nah. No, it sounds was, good. No, I didn't. The voice well, just what, left me. What I like is you gave the, the top end mention where you said they're going to foul. Uh, yeah, because I, I'm thinking they gotta, they've got to foul. They're going to foul. And, by three to put them at the line for two. Yeah, and Justin Hudson in his postgame afterwards said, I told my guys we had to foul. And we had great Osibor on early in the show. And he set a high screen because he figured they were going to foul and saw that they didn't foul right away. So he came up, smart play by him to recognize, okay, they're not fouling. They're going to eventually try to. I can come up, set a screen, give my guy a little bit of space, which he did, and the guy banks in the three. Wow, that was an incredible shot, too. Hit it right in the middle of the square and drops straight down into the net. And by the way, Fresno, that's a cavernous arena. It seats probably, I want to say, 13,000. It's a big arena. They have a hockey team there, and they do a bunch of stuff. And there were probably 600 people. Oh, no. And so that's why it doesn't sound like there's any environment there because there yes. wasn't. Was, it, was there a crowd mic? There was. I had a crowd mic. I had it cranked. And you, I mean, there was just nobody there oh, because they're awesome. bad and the community's given up on them. They had three key players out with injuries. Like everybody assumed Fresno was going to lose that game badly. And so nobody showed up. Like it was calling a game in a mortuary. It's probably a good thing you didn't drink that water, though. Isn't that where uh, Aaron Brockovich was based out of? PG&E? Yeah. We don't P- want to drink PG&E. that. PG&E. PG&E. By the way, that water we brought in was, we brought it in special for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a highly underrated show, by the way. I thought, they only, I thought they only drink wine in that area. Yeah, we're not quite Napa Valley. That's uh, that's not vineyard Fresno's, country. Fresno's a little bit more blue collar. Okay, you got to go a little. I think a little further north. I think Aaron Brockovich is more you know, Bakersfield, maybe. Oof. Uh, this sets Utah State up for getting the outright conference championship. Now, yeah, they, they've got a couple of games here to finish. The end is is tough, but what San Jose State next? Yeah, they got. Uh, no, they've got Air Force on Friday, right. and then they go and then they go to San Jose. If they win those two games. They'll be guaranteed, well, not guaranteed. Boise is still with them 
equal record-wise in the conference. Uh, they're both uh, 11 and four in conference play. Um, yeah, San Diego State's right there too, aren't they? Uh, San Diego State's a game back. Uh, but Utah State would have the tiebreaker with Boise State if both teams went out. But Boise State's schedule is a nightmare down the stretch. I think they still have to go to San Diego State. So the likelihood of them running the table is pretty, pretty slim. So finish with New Mexico? Uh, and, yeah, Utah State's final game will be against New Mexico. At home. In Logan. In Logan, yeah. All right. Uh, Lloyd Spinnett. Uh, Kansas football coach makes what? Did you see what yeah. Kansas just did for Lance Leipold? Whew. Kansas is now paying Lance Leipold $7 million a year. We're talking about this Kansas is, football. We're not talking Bill Self and Kansas basketball. We're talking Kansas football. Football. So they essentially, they didn't extend him. They just attached another couple million dollars a year on his current deal. So he was making five million, and they just brought him up to seven million. Um, that basically takes Leipold to the top three in average salary in Big Twelve. He's making three times more than his initial salary at Kansas. Jeez, when he was hired back in twenty twenty one, three times more. Uh, you saw Kansas up close and in person. Yeah, it's he's, it, he's it's, a heck of a coach. It's a fantastic I, offense. I just I love the offense. I love what he does. I just don't know if it's worth oh, seven million dollars a year. It's a spectacular offense. Yeah, and th- there's going to be some fun components, and they're going to be really good this year. That's like what Jimbo Fisher was making with A and M, and they have like a lot of money. Oh, I'm telling you, seven million a year. But they've got Devin Neal, who's going to be coming back. Their quarterbacks coming Jaylen back. Jalen Daniels, that's going to be back. Nobody wants to see Kansas next year. Now they got a coach that's flexed out. I'm sure that they've got if they're paying him 7 million, yeah. they've infused collective. So they've got collective money. They're going to pay some transfers. I'm just wondering is Kansas pushing all their money to the center of the table said it's all sports. Yeah, I guess so. Should we take wagers on when uh the quarterback goes down with injuries though? Oh, no. I don't nobody would do that anymore. That's, he's over under he's, six 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 games. He's gonna stay healthy. I sure hope so for that young man. But it's just crazy to me. The other thing, you, you know, Kalani Sataki, his contract may be private, but he knows what his contract is, and now he knows what Lance Leipold's contract is. He, he knows he's got a good understanding of where the Big Twelve is. Yeah, and I'm sure Kalani's doing well. I'm sure he's happy. I haven't heard any complaints, but I guarantee he's not around seven million bucks. Well, and and look, let's be honest. After this year, he doesn't have a lot of leverage. But if they go on a hot streak next year and they finish, you know, third or fourth in the contract on the in the conference, then he needs to be chirping. If their football does what their basketball oh, is currently yeah. doing, absolutely. Yeah. Then it's it's time. It's time for a. Big time upgrade. Hans and Scotty will wrap up this bad boy next right here on The Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present... This is JJ and Alex. 
Stevenson Sylvester, former Ute legend. I think Utah number one stands in Utah's way. Outside of that, you know, you got to go with Oklahoma State, right? Oklahoma State did a terrific job last year in keeping up with Oklahoma and Texas in the conference, getting the Doug Walker winner and in, in, in Gordon out there. Ultimately, we stand in our own way. Then I believe, you know, Oklahoma State and Kansas State. I just think those other schools are very inconsistent. You know, they might have a week where they look great and then the very next week they look like crap. There's not a consistent team in the Big 12 that I can say would stand in the way of Utah. Catch JJ and Alex afternoons from 3 to 6. Presented by G2G Bars on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Number one. Miss any part of the show? Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hanson Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Standing here beside you, want so much to give you this love in my heart. Hans and Scotty wrapping up another edition of the show. Fun one today. A lot of great basketball. And by the way, Lloyd has efforted and he has delivered the man of the day yesterday. Will join us coming up on Friday. Dallin Hall will join us coming up at 105. Ah, yes. The efforting. The efforting that was had paid off. Dude had an incredible, uh, he had a couple incredible shots against Kansas, but that step back to extend was just. Yeah, dirty. It's about the time you tweeted, wasn't it, Lloyd? Didn't you tweet some eyeballs yesterday? Yes. Yeah, I did. It's like BYU Three sets of eyeballs. Eyeballs, yeah, it's three sets of eyeballs. Because it's more important then, you know. Yeah, the more eyeballs you have, the more you mean it. Uh, are we just, <clears throat> guys, are we just resigned to the fact that the, the, the Jazz are the Jazz? But the Jazz have to find, if they're looking to, to convey, they got to find a way to win some games. Yeah, well, maybe Danny Ainge doesn't want to convey. Maybe Danny Ainge wants to be picking. He wants an event, an eventful draft night. And maybe we need to effort Danny Ainge to see what he's looking for. What he's trying I can to get te- done. I can tell you the answer to that right now. Oh, I'm efforting Danny Ainge. Because... <laughs> yeah. I want to ask him, so, Danny, are you guys forced to win right now so that you can move away from your first-round draft pick? Hey, uh, look, uh, I love you and I spent a lot of time working with and for the Utah Jazz. Nothing but admiration for that organization and the people that run it and the social media squad. Uh, But they're pumping out content right now. And on the Utah Jazz official account, they sent out a – a video of their head chef who I have not had his food, but I've heard he's a magician in the kitchen, but he put out a recipe and a video of him making sweet and sticky barbecue ribs. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy on Twitter. I don't want to be that guy on the Twitter, but you cannot call these barbecue ribs because first off he sears them. He cuts them up individually. Are these a beef or a pork? Uh, I got to imagine they're pork. And then he sears them in oil. Pork St. Louis. And then, and then he puts a glaze on them and sticks them in a conventional oven. Okay, guess what? You don't sear and put things in a conventional oven for, for barbecue. That needs to go on a smoker if you're going to call it barbecue. I know, I know you got mad at me when I, I like, but if you're going to use the words barbecue, 
there's a certain criteria which you have to have. You just can't call that barbecue. That does look tasty. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't look. I'd like I'm, to I'm sink sure my teeth in. I'm sure suckers. they're very tasty, but you can't go around using the words barbecue all willy nilly. There's a definition of barbecue, and that is not barbecue. I put that barbecue on eight thousand taste buds in my mouth. I know your girthy tongue. I'm sure would love that. That those ribs and they're ribs. Not again. But they're baked ribs. They're seared and baked ribs. Those are not barbecue ribs. Do you like when you can eat your ribs with the tongue and the top of the mouth and not have to involve your teeth? Well, um, you know, KCBS judges want a little bit of a bite through. So they, they want to be able to use their teeth. Mm. I'd like a little bit of bite. I don't like when it's mushy. Yeah. You yeah. Can't, you, they're, not gonna, they're not okay if you just gum it. Yeah. You got to... Uh, there's got to be a little bit of effort put into it. You know what I mean? These ribs look good, bud. I'm sure they're great. I'm not saying they're not do good ribs. they look ribs, like barbecue ribs? But they're not. The, you look at Scotty that. In, or hands? You see that and no, you think barbecue. I don't think barbecue. Okay, that's I, all I, I'm saying. That's I all. almost think uh, Korean style ribs is what I think. Like that. Korean star, style barbecue ribs? No. Just Korean, Korean style ribs, bud. Yeah. I, I'm not as strict as Scotty on the barbecue lingo. But because I think you can have barbecue when you use a good barbecue sauce, but no, this is like an Asian style. Yeah, which is fine, and I'm sure they're great because I've heard nothing but great things about their chef. That he's amazing, and and they look great. I'm just saying. Oh, they look really good. Let's just be careful about how we use our terms. They look a lot better than the jazz product on the corner. Yes, that's the kind of content you'll probably see more out of the jazz account. Yeah. All right, Nate, Jake, hanging out with us in studio, advanced windows. All right, folks. This is it. You'll so, have until today, like end, end of business today. today. The end of today. To call Jeremy up, right? Yep, call Jeremy up and mention uh, the show, and you're going to get an additional $500 off 10 or more windows. So we'll give you $3,000 off, but you got to call today and just get on the schedule where Jeremy can come out to your house in the next day or two. 801-850-9100. I want you to put that number in your phone. While we're kind of talking, hopefully you're pulled over or you're at a place that you can put the number in your phone. If you're streaming, yes. 850-9100. 801-850-9100. Put it in your phone. It is Jeremy who's going to answer. Yeah, Jeremy will answer. He'll also be the one that comes out, takes yeah. a look at the house, and gives you that estimate. And how does that estimate process work? Like it went, Once he goes through the process, how does so that it's, work? It's interesting. You have a lot of companies like that go door-to-door. Or where they have like a set sales pitch, it's two and a half hour presentation. They have all these slides they have to go through. It's we are nothing like that. We are like the goal is that they come in your house, you feel very comfortable, you can ask them questions. They'll walk through your house and look at each of your windows, kind of give you a, the measurement of each of those, the rough measurement of those windows, and then he'll walk you through and tell you what he's seeing. If it's like, hey, look at look at this corner of this seal. Look at this frame, and there's a little crack here. These are the imperfections. These are the issues that you might have, and this is what's causing that. And now this is what we can offer you. And and he can give you the idea of what you, the different options that you can choose from, from like the actual like the the different window uh, windows that we have to the financing options, and then he'll give you the price on the spot. It's a 45 minute conversation, no pressure, and you can. Decide, you get that quote, have him come, call today, and you don't need a buy today. Make that very clear. It's just have him come out to your house the next day or two, and that quote will, if he'll give you that price, and we will respect that price. Yeah. And so you can think about it if you need to. 
Um, but just know that like we, we want to take care of you. So you don't need to sign something today to get that $3,000 no. no. off. You just need to set up your appointment, and you'll honor the prices when Jeremy comes by yeah. and and uh, takes a look at your house. Yep, that's right. And those are the, there are people out there that, hey, maybe you don't need windows right now. Maybe it's just like some window coverings. Uh, it's You want to put some new shutters in, some new uh, blinds. That we have that as well. We are we like to call ourselves like your one-stop shop for windows. You buy from us, you're going to have a lifetime warranty. You will only call us for any issues. If you need window coverings, we can handle that for you. Uh, if, if you need, you have a pet and you have this sliding glass door that your dog keeps going in and out of your door, you're opening it 100 times a day and just destroying that door. Yeah. Call us. We have an insert that can go into your existing door where it has a pet door built into it. Mm. So your dog can come and go. You can lock it. it it's secure. Uh, but we it's have more these, affordable than you would think, too. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. And it's like we, we have these options. If you just have questions, call us. Give Jeremy a call, and we'll be able to get you taken care of. Uh, just uh, or you know, you can have one where that leaves the door, and then you can lock it, and then so it can't come back in. Yeah, and then I do not endorse his. <laughs> I don't endorse his takes. <laughs> Fido, so long. Yes. You can do that. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You can do that. <laughs> it will provide you the capabilities. Yeah, it will provide you that. Yes. You're just a puke if you do it. Uh, <laughs> well, that was extreme. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I don't like it when you do that. It's never my favorite. <laughs> That's never my favorite. <laughs> Nate, uh, so many great opportunities here. The financing options are available as well. I mean, look, there's no reason. And and the thing is, because you're local. And you do all the manufacturing on site, you can have those things installed in like eight to 10 weeks. Eight to 10 weeks, exactly. By the time you have to fire up the AC, those units are ready to go. Your new windows will be ready for you, even if it's an orange crust or whatever color or design you orange like. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it taken care of. It's got an orange hue yeah. in the window. I like how I said, like, you guys haven't seen anything. Like, yeah, actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. see something new the other day. Yeah. I want orange. that 70s beveled. Yeah. That's what yeah, I want. it's nice. That sounds nice. nice. Well, all you have to do right now is call and get that $3,000 off. That's three grand off when you swap out 10 windows or more. Ask about the financing options. All of it available. 801-850-9100. It's advanced windows. Guys, you're the best. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. Thanks, guys. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.